support the work of Strike Seven Sports by heading to Fanatics.com and purchasing officially licensed gear from the NFL, the NBA, and more. Each purchase made through the text link below goes into the funding of the Strike Seven Sports brand. To proceed, go to the link strike7sports.com forward slash fanatics. I say again, strike7sports.com forward slash fanatics. Thank you. Yo, what's up? This is your boy, Derry Brunch here at strike7sports.com. This is that episode of Strike 7 Sports Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Brian Botter, and Leo Seabury. This is another episode of Strike 7 Sports Podcast. So we're going to jump right into it. Um, it's been, you know, like always, another crazy uh, week, you know, past 24 to 48 hours in the world of sports. Um, a lot has gone down. Um, Russell Westbrook stuff, you know, with the family. Skip Bayless uh, beef with uh, the wife back and forward. Um, LeBron, you know, hurt. We'll talk about that later on. Uh, Warriors, you know, they ain't doing too, do too, doing too good right now, but we'll get into that as well. But first off, we got to talk about the NFL. And um, yesterday was the start of the uh, quarterback shuffle. Um, I don't know if y'all saw it. If y'all are surprised by the moves, but you know Denver came in and uh, got a part of uh, the Russell Wilson the action, made a move for him. We all thought it was going to be Aaron Rodgers that they made the move for, but I guess Russell was the second option. And I would say that was a good plan by Denver. But first, we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers and his um, decision to. Uh, Stay with the uh, Green Bay Packers. Didn't move after all. We all, I mean, I think a lot of us knew he wasn't going to go anywhere. Why would you leave a um, weak uh, NFC to play in a division, you know, that's got, I would say, three of the best quarterbacks in the top ten right now. But according to the deal, the reports that uh, Rodgers uh, signed a four-year deal, Worked to over two hundred million dollars extension with Green Bay, uh, fifty million dollars uh, annual salary. But um, according to Jay Slocking for and uh, Jonathan Johnson, CBS Sports, but Rogers, you know, they came out and said that's not the the actual deal. But who knows? But the biggest thing is that uh, he's staying with the Green Bay Packers for right now. Well, possibly until he retires. But I want to ask y'all since now that he has. Decided to stay with the Green Bay and um, Devontae Adams to get his franchise tag. How does Green Bay get better going into next season? I'll take this one first. Really, I think how they get better, really, I think the way they're going to have to do DB is build through the draft. Like, and I know this is a win now team, but they're going to have to get guys who are ready to play now because. There's not too much money left to give around. After you, you got Adams tag, you just mentioned the extension from uh from for that A Rod's probably gonna get, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's gonna be a team that's gonna have to also in terms of building through the draft, get guys who are ready to come in and step in and play now. They're gonna have to restructure some contracts and you've seen the teams around the league do that. We can to create cap space most create cap space. Most notably like the Cowboys and a few other teams. So the cow there's no worry right now on what the Packers are doing in terms of that front, but I'm pretty sure they're going to ask some guys who've gotten some recent extensions maybe to take, maybe not not to take a pay cut maybe, but to perhaps 
get that contract restructured. And so it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do. But I think the best way is maybe you build through getting some free agency guys too because you got Devontae Campbell who they got as a bargain, a guy who they got for maybe two or three million. And he became an all-pro. So they're going to have to get those bargain guys in free agency. They, they can become key contributors on their team, too. So for me, it's either they build through the draft and they get, like, some guys that can come in and play right away, or you get, you get like, those bargain guys. They can, you can find the, the, the gems, the, the diamonds in the roof. So those type of guys. Yeah, um, I agree with most of what he said. They're going to have to be aggressive and what they do because while the NFC is wide open, um, Aaron Rodgers is getting up there. And I know he played really well this season, but I think he got maybe one or two years where he's going to be playing at an elite level. So I think you got to go in these next one or two years and try to win a Super Bowl. If they can get some pieces for Jordan Love, I pick him because clearly he's not going to be playing anytime soon. And they just need to make more moves that can help them win. I mean, their defense is, especially against the runs, a little suspect, so they can add pieces there. Definitely need more receivers. I think that's been an issue for quite some time. So, they have a really good number one, arguably the best receiver in the game, but they don't have a really good number two or three, so they really need to adjust that. And I feel like once they do that, uh, be more aggressive maybe in the playoffs, then I think they'll be all right. Yeah, um... I agree with most of what most of y'all are saying, but um, if y'all haven't noticed, um, if they can, if a, if a defense can bracket Devonta Adams, he's not comfortable throwing the other wide receivers. And do you think if they sign somebody, you know, a, a Christian Kurt, a, a DJ Chalk? Uh, Cedric Wilson, any one of those guys, do you think he would be more comfortable throwing the football around outside of Devontae Adams? Because I think the offense could be a little too dependent on Devontae Adams. They don't use Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillard enough, um, in my opinion. But um, I think they should dominate the uh, NFC North. Once again, but I want I, I will not I will say this though. Watch out for the Minnesota Vikings, man. Watch out for the Minnesota Vikings, and there's a chance. I think that's a slight chance that they can uproot Green Bay in, uh, in this NFC North. That's what I think. But I want to see. It's gonna be interesting to see what they do um, next week once the uh, Frazee, um you know, Tampa period start opens up. What type of moves they can make? What type of moves they can get? Uh, you know, pull off to uh, improve their offense. Uh, also, I think I forgot about uh, Robert Tunyon, the tight end. He's pretty good. He'll be back next year. Um, I think, like I said in the, in the chat uh, the other day, I think um, if I was them, I'd try to make a move for Christian McCaffrey. I think that makes him a whole lot better. You know. But um, we'll see. Any else? Any um? Any other thoughts? Oh, okay. I just can't. Be... What's up? Yeah, I just want to ask. Who did you say should get McCaffrey? Green Bay. But now I don't. They just paid. Think about it. They just paid Aaron Jones. So unless if you want to do a swap, but I'd I'd rather have Aaron Jones than McCaffrey. 
Yeah, I mean, they just to me, man. I like, like you just like I said, they, the offense is too depending on one wide receiver, and I just don't think they they do a lot of other things to make them competitive in games. Like when they play San Francisco, they got pretty much boshed up. You know, they just got locked. They, they locked Adams up. Aaron Rodgers couldn't really do anything. And you had Aaron, you had Aaron, you had a guy like Aaron Jones back there, and AJ Dillon. You know, but we'll see. All right, so moving right along. So the next, like a few hours, I wouldn't even say the, I would say like an hour, thirty minutes to an hour after Rogers announced Rogers deal, out of nowhere came the bomb that uh, Russell Wilson was getting traded to the the uh, Denver Broncos. Now at the combine, if the NFL at the NFL combine, by if y'all recall. Think Pete Carroll announced that uh, Seattle had no uh, Seattle had no intentions of trading Russell Wilson to anybody. Well, crazy how that works, isn't it? Because maybe maybe because Russell Wilson didn't want to go to the uh, Washington. Uh, my bad. I keep calling the Washington Football Team the Washington Commanders because uh, they had the, the, the deal on the table to make the move. I'm assuming that. Russ didn't want to go there, so Denver. I can stand that he wants to. He decided he wants to go to Denver. Denver had the picks, the offers, the, um, the players, and they pulled up the trade. So I got the um, the compensation, the uh, transaction right here in front of me. Seattle was going to receive two first round picks, two second round picks, a fifth round pick, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, uh, defensive. Uh, I think it's defensive uh, tackle. Was pretty good and uh, no offense. So I want to ask y'all this question. So with everything that with all with everything that's been done, do y'all think Seattle got enough for Russell Wilson? Given his resume? Uh, I think uh I would have probably asked for one more first round pick, but overall I think what they got was alright. Uh someone made a check and I think it's kind of funny. Uh, they basically got what they gave up to get Jamal Adams to Russell Wilson. That's not crazy. So, yeah, I think they did all right. And I'm interested to see what they decided to do with their quarterback. Do they try to get a veteran? I saw Deshaun Watson maybe linked there. Or do they try to get a guy with the younger guy? Okay. What do you think, Leah? I agree with you. Like, you just made their perspective. Like, they think about it. They did just, like, they made that big old trade for Jamal Three 
really good quarterbacks to go against. But hey, it is what it is. And I really, you know what? The Seahawks are now in a better position, in my opinion. Not saying have not having rest is not a loss, but they went five eleven. They went. They were. They were five. What was it? Five and twelve without with them? If I'm not mistaken. I think so. So, I think they won their final the last few games of the season. Were they, were they six? Were they six? They may have had a tie. But anywho, they were like six and ten, six and eleven. Well, six and eleven, I think. So they weren't that great this year. So if this was the time to rebuild, it'd be now. And it also shows y'all who won the power struggle between Wilson and Carroll. The coach is gonna outlast the player. Yeah, but um, I don't know, man. I think. I don't think Denver got it. I don't think Seattle got enough for this. This is uh, this trade, man. Only two first round picks for for a guy like Russell Wilson. Well, technically, if you want to be technical, they technically got three. If you want to add no offense, yeah, I think come on, man. It's a two year guy, but he's basically a, he's only twenty three. He's a good tight end. I mean, yeah. I can respect I him. That's, a, that's fair. But uh, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say real quick, if I was Denver, I would have rather just given up another first-round pick than yeah. I would have kept it. That's what I would have done. Yeah, that would have been, been another weapon for Wilson, but they didn't. But uh, I don't know, man. Uh, do, we pro- do we trust Pete Carroll to do the right thing with these picks? Because Seattle has not drafted well in a long time. Yeah, that's a great point because... Like ever since they think about those picks they've had in the first round, LJ Collier, Rashad Petty, have they have not worked out well. They, it was ironic with those teams. The Seattle Seahawks, when they were winning, did great with late round picks. Yeah, they did great. They did great with second round and on, not first round and above. And so, I don't know what Carroll's gonna do. I honestly don't. We don't know if Carroll's gonna be there to make the pick. Like we're not saying he'll, oh, he'll never. He won't. We won't be fired. But Maybe he steps down eventually before these, like, in the next few years or so. You know what I'm saying? So, we don't know what the future of this team looks like. But, um, DB, when we get off of this topic, obviously I want to hear you all's comments too. But my friend has a question. He's uh, watching. And uh, we talked about this a few. It's kind of not related to this topic. But so, right after right after uh, you all finished, uh, I was going to ask this question for a hypothetical question for you all. That's cool. Go ahead, man. No, I'm trying to see when it, no, I want y'all to get y'all thoughts out too. So I, I, I'm about to sit the, about the rush trade before I, I ask this because it's not a, it's not related to this topic. Go ahead, ask, man. Right now. Okay, so he's a, nah, not right now. I was, I was gonna wait till we finish the we finish the. I want to hear your thoughts about the rush trade. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, man. Um, if I was uh Seattle, man, I would ask for like three first rounders, man. Three first rounders. I think the uh no offense. Guy get asked for no offense, and uh, Shelby Harris was uh legit. That's good. Makes their offense a little bit better. But I would ask for three, at least three first rounders. So, you know, uh, Russell Wilson has a very you know strong resume, a Hall of Fame resume. Y'all uh, went to the playoffs in his first year, went to back to back Super Bowls in his second and third year, only missed the playoffs once in his twice in his career. Won the yeah, the NFC West a bunch of times. Um, got numbers up there to be a, a league MVP candidate. Candidate, and you only got two first round picks. You know, a few seconds, second rounders. Um, fifth, I mean, 
could have got a little more for that, in my opinion. Could have got a little bit more. But it, I think I think they go for the quarterback. I mean, I think they go with a quarterback in this uh draft. I don't think the the the, the, the I don't think they're gonna go for Deshaun Watson. That's because Watson has a trade clause and I don't think he wants to play with he wants to work with a defensive minded head coach. That's what I think. Or Seattle. Okay. I agree. I feel like I feel like the, the quarterback. I, I think they give Drew Lock a year to show something. This is a rebuild. Keep in mind, this is a rebuild. Why not? You you got a quarterback back. Why not use the pick that you or use the quarterback that you got? And this year is not a strong quarterback class. So what if they don't like Willis or Pickett? Maybe you wait till the Stroud or Bryce Young come out. You know what I'm saying? Because they're gonna have the picks. Yeah. But also. The bad news about that is the Broncos might not be bad enough to where those picks are high. Because with Russ Wilson, yeah, think about that too. They from next year, the Russell Wilson picks, like if Russell Wilson elevates the team to what we expect the Broncos to be, they're not going to be picking. That, that's going to be some late first rounders they end up getting ultimately. So you, I guess you could say this year might be the best year to get a, a quarterback high. Like if you want to get one, but if they don't like any guy that they see, they're probably going to be bad. So. They might they'll have their own pick, so why not go with with Locke for this year and see can he be that guy? Because you're still gonna have DK and Tyler Metcalf and Noah Fant now, so you gotta have something to work. And Chris Carson too. Man, so you gotta have something to work with. Pete Pete Carroll hasn't shown me any indication of him like getting better on offense, like to be having a up to date NFL offense. He just has he just hasn't showed me that. And I think this could be his last year in Seattle, man. If I'm if I'm Seattle, I part ways, man. I part ways with uh, Pete Carr after this season. And um, y'all think you think the quarterbacks? Well, looking for a quarterback it was crazy this year. Wait till ne- after next season when that they, they have an actual class like C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young come out. I heard. Taylor Mordecai might be in, be up in that number as well. Y'all remember him? Yeah, from SMU. Yeah, I heard he might be shooting up the charts as well. Taylor Mordecai. So we'll see, man. But I, I, I don't know if I told you this before, man. I'll show y'all the video, man. I, I interviewed uh, Drew Locke like briefly once when at the Liberty Bowl out here, and to me, to me, I just felt like he he just gave me them Jay Cutler vibes. It's just like, oh. for real, he just did, man. It's like, yeah, I got a nice, I got a big arm, I got this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's okay. just to me. But we'll see. I don't know, man. I don't know. Drew, I thought Drew Lock was gonna do something. I don't know, man. He might be a color. Yeah. He does do this, man. Like a lot of quarterbacks act like that, though, man. Got the quarterbacks with the big arms, cocky. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I could do it. I can handle everything. Don't like, don't like to be coached. Seen seen it before, man. But we'll, we'll see, man. But I think, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm Seattle, man. I, I, I got to cut ties with Pete Carroll, man, after this season. Because, yeah, you got, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like, what Colin Cowherd's got this theory of defensive-minded head coaches not, you know, being up to the times with today's NFL. Mm-hmm. 
when it comes to offense. I don't know if that's, I don't necessarily agree with that. I just think it's all about what, all, what a defensive minded coach is all about who is his, the staff, who's around, who's, what type of staff he has, you know. Um, look at the guy in Buffalo. He's a uh, defense um, oriented. So I don't really agree with that. But we'll see. What's up? Because he touched the, the harm of the garment of Sean McVay. Oh, I forgot. Everybody knows Sean McVay is, is elite. I forgot. I yeah. Forgot. <laughs> Maybe he got the. I mean, I I mean, I don't know, man. Like, like the guys outside of uh, McVay, the other guys, uh, what the guys in Minnesota? And uh, who coached uh, Cincinnati? What's his name, is? Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. We got Zach Taylor. Um, LaFleur come from that tree. Uh, who else? Man, Shanahan, man. Them guys Kevin elite. O'Connell. Huh? O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell out of Minnesota. Them guys, I don't know, man, they elite. Seattle must Staley. Who? With the Dodgers. Yeah, Staley. Oh, no, nah, Staley. Staley, Staley. The verdict's still out on him, man. Oh, he like, he, he like in the analytics too much for me, man. The verdict's still out, man. He's still out. I don't know about him, man. But we'll see. All right, man. What's up with the uh, the question, man? What you got? What you got to ask, man? So this is the the question that my friends man. We talked about this in the group chat, and when I asked you, you you all made y'all's decisions. But guys, um, in today's, which we'll, I'm not sure what he's exactly talking about. Like, in, you could just say in general, maybe we'll we'll just put it at the NFL level strictly. Um, what position do you all think is the hardest to play out of these two positions? Would you all say cornerback or running back? This is. It, it may seem like a, a, a open and slam dunk case, but I just feel like it's it's an interesting question too. So I want to hear y'all response. I'll take this. It's pretty right. simple. I'll, you said which one's harder? Yeah, which one is harder to play in it? Quarterback. You know, no, it's just a simple reason why the the offense knows where they're going, the defense doesn't, and so right there you already have a disadvantage. And so you can you look about think about it, you can have a lot of 
uh, running backs by committee, it's hard to find a really a shutdown corner. You can find good corners that can fit your scheme, but rare, rarely do you find a guy who can just shut down an entire side of the field. So, it's in my opinion, it's really hard to play corner, and I think, and not just corner, just defense, especially in today's game with all the rules really helping the offenses. So, I would say playing corner is a hard position. B is well, I agree. Uh, it's cornerback, man. It's um very. That's a very difficult position to play and it's like I think the the priority of having a, a shutdown corner is going up significantly you know with the, uh, the way the offenses are ran now uh, guys the rules and you have to know certain techniques and certain tricks of the trade to you know, that can allow you to get away with certain things with the officials and all the other stuff but it's, it's corner man he's it's very hard to find one. Um, I know New England, they got this uh, issue up in New England right now where um, it looks like J.C. Jackson won't be coming back, but I think he they should uh, bring him back. He's in the prime of his career. You can, New England cannot, like I said in the past, New England, New England cannot let let really good players go. I still think they're going to be a, a dominant football team when you got Josh Allen in your division right now. And don't let don't let uh Mike McDaniel get a tour right, and uh old boy down in uh, New York get together, then it's they're really gonna be in trouble. But yeah. I think it's cornerback, man. Cornerback is a very difficult position to master. You know, we've seen uh even first round picks, top first round pick struggle at times. You know, and um it could be a, it could be a, a learning curve compared to a running back. You know, running back. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening. Yeah, a running back. A running back, man. Look, a running back. You don't have to be a really good back, man. If you have like a really good offensive line to run behind, that can make you look really good and drive up your 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 value as a as a tailback. But corners, man, you get spoiled fast, man. Really. I I feel like it's. Running, I feel like you all in the, in, the, in today's NFL, people are understanding the importance. Like I know running backs got done by committee, and most most teams that win Super Bowls have two good running backs. But at the same time, it's a reason why running backs has the shortest career of any player in the NFL. Like even with the even with today's metrics on how people use them, it's still the most I think bruising position that you have on the field. Like besides, that's gonna you're gonna get. Most teams throw the ball a lot, but even but now that requires most running backs to be pass catchers. So you're still gonna get hit, even when you you're trying not to get them to get hit. Like you know what I'm saying? So it's in my opinion, it's really it's closer than what people say. I see why you go with corner, and I would probably go with corner too. But I feel like it's not just it's not much of a, a open slam dunk as people say it is. I hear you. I mean, you're right. You could be right about that. Um. Like in that same, I mean, I would say in that same token, you have a good old line and a bad running back, and a running back that can't that that can't take advantage of that. Yeah. You know, because um, when I, far as I remember, um, people like people quick to, are quick to uh, discredit Emmitt Smith and say he had a good offensive line for all those years, but from what I remember, when Emmitt was injured and missed a few games. They didn't look the same. Dallas didn't look the same. So I want to say, 
that uh, it was because of that old line. Because of that old line, he was so great, you know. But um, it's not. I mean, it's not. It's probably not a stand dog. But a corner is a difficult position to learn, to me. And not every running back is gonna have the same results because just because he has a good offensive line. Look, I feel like this is another thing to maybe help our uh, argument to say that it's harder to play cornerback. I feel like you can find a really good running back off the sheet, like off the, you know what I mean, practice squad. Name it. They, the Titans brought Adrian Peterson out and, and Deontay Foreman. They weren't even in the league, and they were thriving. It's nah, who? I think Peterson was Playoff spot and you playing in cold weather cities. You know, running. I mean, 
It depends, man. If, if a running back, if I feel it if, as if a back is going to be like a a gener like a Barry Sanders type, but a generational talent, I probably take him. I probably take a running back. It depends. If I, my team needs it, yeah. You would have taken Saquon Barkley. Who? Saquon? Saquon. Saquon. Who did pass? Who did pass on that Saquon. time, man? I said Saquon. Who did pass on that time? That could have got Deshaun Watson, right? A cousin. Nah, they weren't in the same class. Nah, but you're asking who would you? You would have to rather have Deshaun, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now I'm with Deshaun Watson. Now I'm with Deshaun Watson though. Yeah. Gotta have that quarterback. Like San Francisco, they have a decent amount of running backs. The problem with is they just don't have that quarterback that can take him over the top. And they have questionable play calling by Kyle Shanahan in the fourth quarters of the, the games they lose to. Yeah, I still take Shanahan, man. Three my coach. Wonder who's elite caller, man. Play caller, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying, but there's a reason in my opinion why he struggles because he just, I don't know. Maybe it's the quarterback, but we'll see. We'll see what they get. You got anything else to add? Nah, I was just, it's just these running backs, man. Like, I don't even think of, I can't even think of a running back this year that's going to go the first round. Me either. I think there is none. There is none. Kenny Walker, you could say Kenny, Kenny Walker, Walker from, yeah. Uh, State. Isaiah, Isaiah Spiller. Isaiah Spiller from uh, A&M, he could. Yeah, but, but. He's not getting the buzz of a first round draft. Like, I've seen some mock drafts, man. They got, like, the only bag that I see going into the first is that is Walker. And, and, they're, not, and they're not talking about him, like, being a mid-first round. They're talking about this guy being, like, in the in the like third third or like in the like in the like fringes of the first round, they are talking about him being like a mid first round pick or nothing. It wouldn't be surprised me if a team like Dallas gets to get Walker, man. For real, somebody like Dallas gets Kenneth Walker, I think he will kill it. I'm just looking at this mock draft on Twitter. Like, Did you hear what I said? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just looking on this mock draft on Tankathon. They don't have a running back taken until the third round, and it's Kenneth Walker to the Texans. <laughs> Golly, man. Mm-hmm. To the Texans? Texans. Okay, yeah, they can use a running They, they, could, they could use some running backs. Yeah. Well, anyways, man, um, moving right along. So, after Russ and, uh, Russ and uh, Aaron Rodgers made their moves, um, today it was another um, round of a uh, quarterback movement, and this one is involves uh, Carson Wentz, a quarterback that I call. I told y'all on the day of the day that the day they missed out on the playoffs, I was like, "Hey, look, man, they can move on from this dude, bro. They're gonna find somewhere. They're gonna they might take the owner off, and they can move on from this dude." Y'all like, "Nah, they ain't gonna." Like, yeah, they can move on from this dude. So guess what happened? It happened. They moved on from him, bro. I like, dude, that was a no-no right there, man. You all, all you had to do was beat Jacksonville. You could have beat him 10-7, 10-3, 13-10, 20-6, and you in the playoffs. That's a big no-no right there. But 
Anyways, um, Colts decide after one year, uh, Carson Wentz is going back to uh, the NFC East and playing a division that he's familiar with, and that's the uh, yeah, it's the NFC East. Play some teams that he's familiar with. Um, watch the Philadelphia Eagles. You see them again. You see Dallas again. You see New York Giants again. But the Colts uh, decide to part ways with uh, Parson Wentz by sending them to the Washington Commanders in return. Colts receive this year's third-round pick, next year's third-round pick, could actually lead to a second-round draft. Wentz plays, excuse me, plays 70% of the snaps. A 2002, 20, a 2002 2022 second-round pick. Commanders receive Carson Wentz and a second-round pick for this year. Oh, man. I think Washington did a really good job with this pick, with these um with this compensation. They didn't give up a first round of pick. They didn't give up one of their first round picks. There's still opportunities for them to get better on offense. Uh, they are, I mean, I saw the uh the graphic put out by uh Pro Football Focus. It looks it looks good on they look good on paper. You got uh Carson Wentz, you got uh Terry McLaren, Scary Terry, uh, Curtis Samuel. Logan Thomas, Antonio Gibson. Um, it looks pretty. It's a, it's a nice big five on offense. You know, uh, looks really good. Um, I think in the NFC, a very weak NFC East. I think they're like I will. I will say. I think it'll be a toss up between Philadelphia and Washington for the second best team in the division. They could possibly, I think they could possibly um, overtake Dallas in the NFC East. But I want to ask y'all, so in a weak overall NFC, a weak NFC conference, does um, the addition of Carson Wentz makes Washington a playoff team or a team that could get to the Super Bowl? Not winning, but a team that could get to the Super Bowl. What y'all think? I'll take this first. I'll make it short and sweet. I think they. I'm gonna say they're gonna make the playoffs next year. I'm gonna go out on a limb. This will be my bold prediction. They're gonna make the playoffs. NFC is much weaker than the AFC. I, I, I would be surprised they won the division. I'm not sold on the Cowboys, and they're gonna lose some pieces too. The Eagles, Shailen Hurts, I love him, but I'm still not. I don't think he's a. He's a good quarterback. He he, he improved in the passing game, but I still have. I think he has a ceiling, and in the playoffs, it really shows it. Uh, and then with the Giants, I wouldn't be surprised if they're playing Mitchell Trubisky or another quarterback later in the season, just try to maybe compete for the playoffs if they still have a chance after they give Daniel Jones one more chance. So I, I, I'm going to say the Washington uh, Commanders made the playoffs. I like the trade for them. Didn't have to give up a lot. And get a solid quarterback, and but for Carson Wentz, I heard Dan Olowski say this, and I agree that this is his last chance to be a starter in the NFL. If that doesn't work here, I think he's going to be a backup for the main, And if even if he, if he wants to do that, he may not want to do that. So we'll see. Wow, Bobby said a lot, and in a short, in a short, sweet sentence, I'm a. <laughs> Hey, I, I listen to Cowherd, my guys. I know y'all may not be Cowherd guys. I'm, I'm, I'm a Cowherd guy. I, I like his take. He's straight, man. Um, he legit. So, DP, he said, and Brian, he said this, and I agree with everything. 
Washington has the best D-line in the division. Washington has maybe the some of the – if Cooper's gone right now, he has a real number – Terry might be the best number one in the division. Might have the best head coach in the division. Might, might have overall not, – maybe not the best defense in the division, but may have the best defensive pieces in the division. And Carson Smith might have the best arm of any quarterback in the division. So – I think this team can make the playoffs. I do think they're going to have to do a lot to have to, you know, beat, like, Dallas. And, and Dallas pretty much, you know, handled them in those two meetings they had this season, last season. But I think Wentz, this is a chance for him to prove that, you know what, I feel like I'm more than just a numbers guy. Because numbers weren't the problem with Wentz. He put up 20 his, – his touchdown to interception ratio was 4-1. to one. Yeah. Phenomenal. 27 touchdowns, 7 picks. But that's not what the problem. The problem is, can you get it done in, in big games? And Wentz is going to make mistakes. The question is, will those mistakes cost his team's game? Because he plays well when there's no expectations, and he plays and play well when there are expectations. And for you to be in a quarterback at the elite level in the National Football League, you have to play football, dominant football, when it's when you're playing the Lions or when you're playing the Cowboys or the Saints or the uh, any other like big team in, the, in, the, in their conference. You can't be rise to the occasion against the good team. Against the you can't play well against the bad teams and play play. You can't play well against the bad teams and then struggle against the good team. Even though his struggles against the Jaguars, which was a really bad team, is what cost him his job and ironically the situation in uh, Indianapolis. But I feel like it's more that last game was more than just wins. I don't just blame the defense didn't play well. They let the, Trevor Lawrence had his best game. No one's talking about that. Trevor Lawrence had his best game of pretty much of the season. Like you say, was against the uh, the Colts. Yeah. Pretty much his last best game of his, of his short career. So it's not just. It wasn't just. I feel like it's he's just a scapegoat because you know quarterbacks are gonna always get scapegoat. You think that's fair? No, I don't think that's fair, man. I don't. I don't think that's fair at all, man. But it's he had be plays at the most important position, so they get yeah. the blame. They get the blame, and they get the praise. Yeah. But I mean, to say it was Jacksonville, like Jacksonville's picking first in the draft, man. I just that's a bad look, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, but um, you anything else you want to say? Uh, no. I was gonna say, I feel like the Colts are gonna take a major step back if they're not careful. Uh, apparently, apparently the issues with Carson Wentz. I saw a snippet of a piece that someone wrote in the Athletic. The issues started even before the season. They questioned his leadership skills and all that. And I saw Darius Leonard. He had a tweet where he was yeah, I saw it. He was frustrated. That's my fifth quarterback in five years. And said the Colts better get it right. And if they're not careful, it, it could cost them. But, hey, maybe they just want to – I'm not sure if Ernst wants to do it, but if you tank, you can get Bryce Young and see his drop. So, I don't think it's as crazy to me. Or, But if I were them, I think your roster is – because one thing if your roster wasn't good enough. Your roster is good enough. I think you got to try to go for a good veteran quarterback or get a young quarterback with a lot of upside, like a Jordan Love. That's what I would do if I was up. Um, the way I see it, uh, I think uh, Washington could be a uh, a playoff team. 
in the next season. However, if it's a big if, but if Wentz could get back to his uh, MVP form in uh, 2017, I think they could go farther than this one. They could go, they could go beyond being a playoff team. They could be a Super Bowl team. I mean, you go there, man. You get um, you win the NFC East. That's a playoff game right there. That's one. That's that guarantees you a home playoff game. Um, you win more games than that. To the, the, you win, you do more than winning your division. Um, get you a two seed or a one seed. You play. You host in the playoff games. You got a home field advantage. But um, it's a possibility that they, they um that they could play in the Super Bowl. Where their defense is, is good enough. But for right now, I mean, if, if wins. You know, cut down on being reckless. Um, you know, playing the games that win, win the games that he's supposed to win, and come through in those games, those those big games. This team could do it. Could do it. Could be um, dangerous in this NF, the NFC. Man, the NFC is not competitive this year, man. We do, the quarterbacks of the quality of I won't say quality of quarterbacks are down, but all the, all all the. Um, the top tier talents in the, in the AFC, man. The NFC, you got uh, Wentz, you got Dak, you got Matthew Stafford, you got Aaron, Aaron uh, Rodgers, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> That's that was just what you have. You got Kyler Murray, and it's wide open, man. I mean, this is a team that this team to watch out for, man. This team to watch out. The Washington Commanders are a team to watch out um, next season, man. In this division, the, the division. And the NFC South, not the NFC South, and uh, the NFC as a whole. That's a chance they could up, they could take down Dallas, you know, because uh, I think Dallas is um, letting go of Mark Cooper. I don't think they're gonna bring back Cedric Wilson, the other wide receiver. I think um, Demarcus Lawrence is getting released, if I'm not mistaken. Released? Oh, that's Randy Gregory. Uh, yeah. Randy Gregory. They probably, yeah. yeah. I think they want him to take a back out. Probably gonna get traded or released. Yeah, so that defense taking a step back. Um, they're not gonna bring back Randy Gregory, according to the reports. Um, yeah, man, just a lot, a lot of they gonna doing a lot of things. Like they're just um setting up uh <laughs> Mike McCarthy to be a lame duck coach for um Sean Payton, and who who knows what the compensation the compensation for that's gonna be. So. It's gonna be interesting to see what they do, but um, I won't be surprised if Dallas takes a step back, and he takes a step back, and Dak, and you know they blame Dak for it. You know that's what you know that's what some certain people do, a lot of people do. But um, I think it's just Washington uh, Commanders can make some noise, man. The weapons they have is um, it looks good, man. Um, but we'll see. All right, that's all we have for y'all for right now, man. Give us a like, comment, subscribe to the channel, listen to this on YouTube. Listen to this through um, Apple, um, Spotify. Give us five star rating. Leave leave remarks. Let us know how you feel about the topics we talk about. Also check out Strike7Sports.com for latest content on NFL, the NBA, and much more. Have a blessed night. Peace. We out.